welcome back, guys, to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin and Aisha Shelton, and uh, I am very happy to be with you again. You're so extra. <laughs> As if I'm not with you all day, every day, but this day, special. You agreed to wear matching shirts with me. I did day. agree to wear matching shirts. And uh, this is Marriage and Real Estate merch. Y'all shout out to the merch. Uh, We're going to update this merch for 2022 going into the fall. We don't have to update it. I like this merch. Good things comes in threes, like three rental properties. Yeah. Three commercial buildings. There we go. I can three put some children. buildings on here. That's true. <laughs> I don't think at the time we made this shirt, I had we three children. We didn't? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, anyway, it's a cute shirt. Designed by yours truly. That's not me. That's Kevin. <laughs> Designed by mine truly. <laughs> that is true. Kevin Shelton. Um, so today we want to talk about, look, um, first of all, rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. We're a little late to the game. Oh, Lord. I'm like, what? <laughs> Don't laugh. It's not funny. Somebody died. Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. But today we're talking about high value couples. So the characteristics of a high value couple. That's the title. Thank you for giving them the title. The topic is high value couples. Um, and Kevin and I read an article um, or it was a video. We saw it was a video. video. So yeah. a video about high value couples versus low value couples and what the characteristics are. And so I just really don't like low value. I don't like saying it. Yeah, you don't like putting value on people. Yeah, I don't want to put value on people. And I feel like the video did a really good job at, like, reiterating, like, not the value of a person, but the, you know, value of a couple. And I just thought that it was a really interesting topic. I feel like the two of us are an excellent combination. And some of the people that we've had on the podcast, some of our guests have been what this video and we would also consider to be high value couples. And so as marriage and real estate listeners... And as marriage and real estate listeners, I feel like you probably, too, are a high-value couple or striving to be a high-value couple. So we thought we'd share some of the characteristics of what we believe are a high-value couple and what makes us a high-value couple, too. No, for sure. And I, I think, you know, like you said, RIP Kevin Samuels, he always did a good job of clarifying that monetary value is not the same as valuable. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't it doesn't denote value of people, you know, individually. So. Um, there are many different ways to categorize high value. We're specifically talking about uh, high value in regards to performance and financial and real estate as far as communication and relationships, things like that. But there's a lot of ways to be valuable. So that's just a general disclaimer that um, whether it's, you know, quote unquote, high value or low value, uh, everybody is valuable. And let's be clear, the words get the people going. Yeah. So, um we hope that this won't be as spicy as it sounds, but also it's great clickbait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah be spicy. <laughs> so? So one of the first characteristics that really struck out to me um, that I enjoyed from the video, it talked about, of course, the everybody knows the divorce rate is 50%, you know, and in this modern day world with social media and everything else, it's even higher in some some younger demographics. But what they found is that once you get to a certain threshold uh, from an income perspective, from a lifestyle perspective, that divorce rate dramatically drops. Mm -hmm. And what you find is 
people are way more incentivized to stay together if they have built things together, um, which I think is inherently true about marriage in general, right? So um, the higher you ascend in life, the more likely you're you're to have a relationship that you're going to make work. You're incentivized to make right. work. And that doesn't mean that it's easy, right? No. Like it's difficult, but you're less incentivized to dismantle all of it. And if we don't have anything to dismantle. If I'm a happy, I can chunk deuce and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. But if there's all of these layers to it, which I think that divorce is difficult anyway, mm -hmm. regardless of, you know, what you have involved. But the more layers that you add to it, the more difficult it is to dismantle those layers. Um, but you're, if we got a lot of money to split up, break up and properties and this, this kind of thing and families, right. It's just, it's like, we might as well work through it. It's cheaper to keep her. No, I mean, true. And the video talks about that. And I say this all the time, pick your heart. Right. So it says literally in the video, divorce is hard. Being married is hard. Being single is hard. So pick your heart. Right. Right. And one of the, the key factors in, um, being a high value relationship is actually if you value the same things. So I think for us in our relationship to use us as an example, one of the things that brought us together is we saw life very similar mm -hmm. in how we wanted to live, how we want to raise our children, what future we saw for ourselves. And that happens to be one of the key characteristics in a high value couple is people who see life in the same path and direction and work together towards a common goal. And have the same values, right? And I'll tell you, I made the mistake of thinking that because somebody was marriage minded or wanted to be married that I was like, well, that's the goal that I need to and want to be the type of marriage you want to be. Right. But what we saw for life, like the way he saw life and the way that I saw life was two very different yep. way, two different lives. Right. But I thought in my very immature mind that because he wanted to be married and I wanted to be married. Well, that's all we needed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But when I met Kevin, what I learned was like, dang, we really see the future the Similarly. same. Yeah. Like And I had the same problem you had. Yeah. yeah. The way that I saw life, the way I envisioned myself and the way I live my life, he had a similar vision. I was like, okay, now that makes sense. Like let's put this together. So that was a good lesson. And I also think that's what makes us a high value couple, right? Mm -hmm. Because when two people are moving in the same direction. It's a powerful movement. It's a powerful movement as opposed to and we talked about this on the last podcast, as opposed to people two people that are moving in different directions. Yeah. Um, another one of the characteristics was um, they grow together. Yeah. Right? Um, and if you've been married for any period of time or you have other married friends that have been through the ups and downs in marriages, some of the hardest things that people go through is that one person kind of moves up and the other person stays where they were when they first got together. Mm. And then there's this rift and this discord that's between them. And uh, powered couples, what is it? High value. High value couples grow in the same direction. Yeah, you know, you can really see it visually. And we, we see some examples of this on social media. But you, if you've ever seen a couple that, like, they'll have couple pictures together. And then over the years, you see separate pictures, right? And then they either never come back to a couple pictures together or you see you know, maybe one person with the kids, one person over here, whatever. Uh, and you track the changes through the pictures versus seeing some of the, the couples that, you know, we either had on the podcast or whatever, and you see pictures over time together, right? So here they are in 2000 and here they are in 2005 and it's constant growth, right? Like they look different. Maybe they got in shape. Maybe their style changed, maybe whatever. 
but every level that they ascend to, they're doing it together. Yeah. Versus you see maybe one person stays the same, and then this other person, man, they look better every time. They, you know, wearing suits now. They didn't change their hair. They didn't change their whatever. But you see this other person's just a constant. He looked like he did in 2000. Yeah. And in 2022, he looks the same. But that other partner, she was growing the whole time. That's also, um, you know, one of the signs of a couple that's in alignment is if they're growing in the same way, it's reflected in their life, right? Like how they look, how they feel. Yeah. So, um, no, it's a good point. Yeah. Um, I know one of the things that I've noticed in um, my circle is that like work is a microcosm of life, yep. right? So your coworkers, and you see this a lot of times, you have coworkers that glow, that grow very close to each other. Yep. Like people have work husbands and work wives or whatever because they have something in common. And so making sure that you keep common ground with your spouse, that yep. you share experiences with your spouse and protect that too. You know what I mean? Like nobody can have a bond with me. No man can have a bond with me that's greater than my husband. Yeah, because I'm your work husband too. Well, you just so happen to be my work husband and that's a blessing. But some people do go out into the world and he works here and she works there and that's normal. Um, but making sure that you're very protective of the relationship that you have with your spouse, right? Because mm -hmm. like I said, when y'all are experiencing the same things in the workplace, it's easy to grow close with someone. Yeah. But knowing that that vulnerability lies there, making sure that you keep those boundaries so that you are the closest with your spouse. No, that's real. That's real. You know, it's, it's funny. Um one of the the points in the article also talked about relationships aren't 50-50, they're 100-100, mm -hmm. right? So it takes that level of commitment to um, staying close with your spouse, putting the work in, you know what I mean? Because over time, it does get easier to grow in separate directions. Mm -hmm. You have to push and pull yourselves into the same direction. So, you know, the couples that um, focus on what was that vision when we started and how do we while it may change kind of year over year, but we're still keeping ourselves in concert with this vision um, is key, you know, to being together. Yeah. Here's an example of a couple that I know that is like that 100-100, right? And so I think it was one year or they would plan special events. So there's like anniversaries and birthdays or whatever. And each person will be responsible for the anniversary on opposite years. Mm. And so they would try to top each other, like who could do the best, who made the most. So it was really awesome to see them really um, trying to plan something that would be so impressive for their spouse like competing that would make with, them happy. Yeah. But it was a healthy competition. Yeah, yeah, because it's, them, it's right? for the betterment of so the relationship. like, ooh, I can't wait to see what, you know, what he comes up with this year or what she has in store for me this year. And this particular couple is a pastor and a wife. And when I tell you they had the spiciest, spi they had the spiciest competitions. I loved it. It was like, I mean, it was great. She danced. She danced for her, for the, for the pastor. She danced for the oh, pastor. Okay. And like went to, went to a dance class and learned to dance and did this very like seductive. It was just, I was like, I love this. One day when I get In the married, name of Jesus. <laughs> in the name of whatever, they married and he was like, and he was like, this was so amazing. This is, I mean, like to be that for your spouse. I just loved it. Now, I have to say. Um, oh God, are you about to say Cookie Lions? Cookie Lions, man. Look, when we first got together, like uh, 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 Empire was out. And this girl bought this Cookie Lions suit. 
That was the best Valentine's. <laughs> she ain't beat that Valentine's yet. I didn't. Listen, that was before we were married, huh? Woo! That was, yeah, that was before we were married, before yeah. we had kids. Oh, my God. Cookie Lions. Cookie That was Cookie Lions. I'm, where is that suit? We need to find that. I mean, that was my pre-wedding body. You know? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it just like it is right now. I like that body just like that. That's funny. So what were some other characteristics um, of a high-value couple? So one of the other things uh, that it talked about is using each other's skill set. So we talk about this all the time on the podcast, but... One of the characteristics of a high-value couple is complementary skill sets, right? So one person doesn't do it all. I think people get caught up in, I got to do everything, and then this person has to do everything, when it's really y'all doing everything together, right? So if, you know, if I'm driving, you navigating. If I'm navigating, you're driving kind of thing. You know what I mean? You want to leverage each other's talents and then cover up for each other's weaknesses so that you're stronger together. And I think that's something that we do really well is the areas that I'm weak, you're strong. And the areas that I'm strong, you're weak. So it's a solid force always together. Yeah. Um, you know, it's already hard achieving goals. But if you have somebody working just as hard as you to achieve those goals, you get there that much faster. Well, and I think a folly in most relationships, and I know that we had this battle at some point, too, was that you expected me to execute like you executed. Yeah. And I expected you to have the emotional, like, competence that I had. Not yeah. that you have emotion and competence, but the emotional no, no, no. competence but, that yeah. I had. And really, execution is your strong suit, yep. right? And emotional and competency emo is yours. Emotional competency is mine. And so, you know, I would leave stuff undone, and that would just drive you crazy. Why can't you just blah, blah, blah? And you would lose your shit, and I'd be like, dude, why do you care? <laughs> why you gotta why lose do you care? Shit? Like, come yeah. on. So, I mean, when we finally realize that this is your strength and you serve us well here with the execution, this is my strength and I serve our marriage well with the emotional intelligence. Like we put those two things together. It's not a it's not a 50 50. You nope. know what I'm saying? It's, it's like 100. I'm 100 percent controlling this over here and guiding us in this direction. You 100 percent controlling and guiding us in that direction. And it's just like it's, it's, it's magic. Such great synergy. But before I'm trying to get him to like, come on, bro, get it together. And he trying to get me to get it together. And when we finally realized that, I mean, there was so much more harmony in our marriage. And focus, right? Like you can focus on just the things that you do well. Yeah. You know somebody else got your back on the areas you yeah. don't. So you don't have to worry about it as much. It takes the pressure off. Yeah. So another characteristic of a high value couple was that you don't let your partner fail. That is true. And Kevin is the, I think, no, we both do it well. I know you, that, okay, you good? We, no, 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 I'm, I'm going to say, I, I was going to say that you don't let me fail either. Yeah, we both do that pretty, pretty darn good. Like, we, you don't let your partner fail. Let me tell you something, I would be as broke as a joke around here. <laughs> if you if you think I got it, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have it. Somebody else would have it. That's true. No, that's so, true. you know, the reality of the situation is you don't let me fail in the areas where I'm weak. And finances is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when it comes to the execution piece, I'll never let you fail. Like, we going to shine together or we going to fail together and I ain't going to let us fail. That's true. Something so. that will be due the next day and I will, my coping mechanism is sleep. So I'll be like, I'm going to take two hours Listen, sleep, and then I'll girl, wake up in the morning She used to have these big it. reports due for her job, and I remember she'd come off, and she'd say, I'm just going to sleep for a couple hours, <laughs> and I'm going to get up at like one, and I'm going to work from one to like six, and I'm going to knock it out. 
And there was only one or two times I was like, oh, okay, let's see how this goes. And that yeah. did not work out. No. The next couple of times I was like, you sleep. I'm going to work on this. And, all, and I'd work on it all night. Yeah. And I'd make sure it's done. So that when she goes to those meetings, she would shine. Because here's the thing. If you fail, I fail. And when I shine, you shine. Exactly. Right? Because so, we're on the same team. Exactly. When I won an award, Houston Business Journal, for example. Mm-hmm. I was a Houston Business Journal 40 Under 40 honoree this year. And my success is your success, yep. right? And well, I'm the one that nominated you. So I'm going to make sure you success. That's what I'm saying. And I, I forget what it was where it was one of these organizations that we were talking about joining and we were debating on like who should join. And it was like, honestly, we both don't need to do this because yep. if you're a member of the organization, I'm just naturally, I'm going to get the same kind mm-hmm. of benefits from the membership of the organization. Right? Yeah, it's like having a realtor's license. Like I buy and sell real estate through you. Right. But everybody I talk to, I'm like, hey, do you own? Yeah. Because, you know, we buy and sell real estate. We like, buy and sell real we estate. We buy and sell real estate, even though you're the one with the license. Yeah, that's true. No, I mean, it, that's a secret power. It is a secret power. And you know what? I, I don't think that this is like nature, nurture. I think this is nurtured, right? Mm-hmm. I think that being a high value couple is something that you you develop. It's not like I feel like we were lucky that we kind of got together and some of these things fell into place. It True. was easy for us. But that doesn't mean that if you're not in that space and you, you and your partner have not figured that out yet, that you can't. No, a thousand percent. And I think it's, it's exposure because there's been some of these lessons we learned along the way. We were exposed to by other couples, whether it's we saw a couple that we admired or we saw, you know, or we asked for advice. You know, mentorship, it's been a big thing for us throughout our relationship. You know, we we make a strategic list of couples every year that we want to learn something from and then couples that we want to give something to and, and spend some time with. So for us, it's as much of a journey in us learning how to be the best couple that we can be in addition to us sharing our knowledge, whether it's here on the podcast or in person with other couples or a marriage and real estate conference, we want to share that information too because you can nurture yourself into becoming a high value couple. And it's infinite. Like it's it's almost, there's no ceiling to it. I'll say this too. High value couples spend time with other high value couples. That is true. Listen. You are who your network is. You are, you, if, you're, if you are the five people that you spend the most time with, Think about the couples that you spend the most time with. What's their marriage look like, right? Uh, what are they doing? What's their legacy look like, yeah. right? We just had lunch with a couple of friends, with a couple friends this afternoon, and we're talking about trust. We're talking about LLCs and not just like and, LLCs. And high-level stuff. But how to strategically create, how to strategically protect yourself and your legacy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's a high-value couple conversation. I'm sorry. No, Please. no, true. And while... You can very well sit around and talk about, you know, the football game or the latest pop culture drama. We when we get together, the level of conversation that we have now, we're going to go back and talk to our attorney and be like, hey, how do we structure this? What's the best way if we want it to look like this in a few years? What is it that we need to do? But that's only because we're around people. We're around couples who are having these kinds of conversations. So find yourself around couples who have high value conversations and you in turn will be a high value couple. No, true. And if this information was beneficial to you um, and you definitely want to be a high value couple, I want you to smash that like button, (laughs) uh, ring that notification bell and follow us on all your socials, whether it's uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook at Marriage and Real Estate 
And then I want you to leave us a comment. You know, everybody out there, whether you're a high value couple or an aspiring yep. uh, high value couple, I want you to leave us a comment and talk about some of the attributes that really made the difference in your relationship or you want to make the difference in your relationship. Uh, but no. And look out for opportunities yep. to find yourself surrounded by the high value couples. And really, we want to curate those kinds of experiences yep. so that if you don't, maybe you don't know couples like that. You know, maybe you don't know couples that are happy in their marriage. Maybe you don't know couples that are progressive in their investment strategies and portfolios and things of that nature. Then you can find them and they exist. It's the marriage and real estate community. It's the marriage yep. and real estate society. And so, you know, us curating events and opportunities for other high value couples to come together. That's where we thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, this was great. We'll have to have a follow-up with this, maybe get a panel of couples or something together. So. I love that. No, but this has been another episode of the Marriage Real Estate Podcast. I'm Kevin. This is Aisha. And we out.